the bell is tolled ten times for Anna Kamara and Jack Aspard. Welcome everybody to another episode of Entering Reality Live on YouTube and Facebook, and of course in your podcast listening feed of choice if you prefer the audio only experience. I, of course, am your host Joshua Justice. I'm joined once again today by Jamie Loves Taker, who is back after not being able to be with us any last week. So, Jamie, I would ask, how are you? But considering the somber topic of today's episode, I think I already know the answer. But if you want to say how you are. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I'm sad, obviously, for the amount of loss that the wrestling community has had. And just just everything that's going on this year with the amount of deaths, not only from COVID, but a lot of things unrelated to COVID, you know, just car crashes and plane crashes and suicides. And I should have said trigger warning for that word, but for, you know, drownings and things like that, there have been lots of horrible things that have happened. So Basically, this year sucks, and we need to fast forward to 2021 because I've had enough of 2020. I completely canceled. Completely, 100 percent agree. 2020 is canceled, but and I did not mean to laugh. That was just a really funny way that Jamie put that. But no, in all seriousness, that I titled the stream today or the. The show, I should say, because again, I don't want to exclude those of you who prefer the audio-only experience. I titled the show Rest in Peace to Hannah, but I also said words matter because when we start off talking about her death, she uh, took her own life. And Trigger, wait, hold on, before I say trigger warning i should have said that before i said the s word but if you are triggered by these types of topics and they're very very heavy topics especially the way that she went out she took her own life and we're about to get into topics related to that and related to the topics of you know warning 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 on the word of suicide so if you do not want to hear topics like that do not listen to this right yeah fa- skip or skip forward yeah well i'll have a i'll try to put a timestamp in the description afterwards after we're done with the live portion of the show for you can skip forward to like the standard wrestling um topics because we will get into that just a little bit today it has to be a little bit shorter show for me today because of course we are back tomorrow with the aw Double or Nothing review with Fort Minor Project, but that also means that I have to be done streaming in time to be able to watch the AEW show. It's a couple hours away from the time we're recording, but I also have time have to have time to edit the audio version as well. So I don't know how long we're going to go, but just a little bit of heads up with that. But yeah, this this whole story with Hannah is very, very sad. Because depression is no joke. And I say that as somebody who suffers from it, who battles it every day. It's not easy to be a demon that you battle. And when you have bullying 
thrown at you on top of that. It's just, like, I don't think people realize that words matter. And that's why I titled this show what I titled it today. Because you never know what kind of impact what you say is going to have on people. So just in general, before we get into actually her state of mind as all this was happening, you, as your career right now, Jamie, work with kids. Tell us from your perspective how people aren't aware of those kind of challenges in everyday life. Well, I mean, words really do hurt a person. You know the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I don't think that's really true because no matter who you are, you could be a celebrity, you could be just a regular person, you could be anybody words do really hurt and people try to put on a brave face and say oh no it doesn't hurt no no matter what you or a youtuber that you watch go oh it doesn't bother me anymore it still does bother them some things that people say do bother them which is why they don't read the comments anymore after a certain extended amount of time so like the first 20 minutes they might look at at the comments and then after that it gets mean and a lot of wrestlers don't read their replies and stuff sometimes because of you know some of the hate and it's like your words do have an impact on them and even people in the limelight have feelings too they're not robots you're not screaming at a television a tv doesn't have feelings so and the and the younger you are imagine how much mental damage it it is to work with not to work with but to be that young bullying there are kids as young as elementary school that take their own life because they can't handle the amount of bullying. Bullying a child should not, I mean, nobody should feel that where they have to end their own life. But a child, there's still lots of bullying in school. There's kids make fun of each other. They say things and it starts young and then people bring it online. And now that we're in the world of technology, we have the internet and people can be anonymous. You know, it's, someone who works in any field it's hard to battle bullying and things like that and some places don't take it seriously and then you end up with someone taking their own life absolutely absolutely so we're gonna get into this now so again just to reiterate what we said before if this makes you uncomfortable in any way there'll be a time stamp hopefully down below in the description on whatever platform you experience the show on, if you're not here live, or you'll be able to skip over this. So, with that being said, here is the article from our friends over at Russell Talk. It is with deep sadness that we report that stardom wrestler Hannah Camara has passed away at the age of 22. The promotion confirmed her passing with a statement on Twitter which roughly translates to fans. We are very sorry to report that Hannah Camara has passed away. Please be respectful and allow some time for things to process and keep your thoughts and prayers with her family and friends. We appreciate your support during this difficult time. This story then goes on to explain that Camara had been in a reality TV show on Netflix, Japanese Netflix, 
And apparently she was bullied from an incident on that show where she was angry at someone for accidentally shrinking tights that she had worn as part of Wrestle Kingdom 14 for New Japan and Stardom this past year in January. And obviously those tights were very, that outfit was very important to her. And so she was very upset by it ruined. But instead of the person that accidentally ruining the outfit becoming a very understanding of that importance to her, they made fun of her. They called her a child, called her baby, you know, called her a waste of space. And apparently that incident just sort of triggered other things going on in her mind to the point to where she had said a few things on Twitter, which I will not read because even though we're talking about this subject, I, I think that's like way too much of a gray area. Like I don't want to give anybody, anybody any reason to feel those kind of feelings. But the gist of it is that she said that she didn't want to be here anymore. And it's in a series of tweets, she escalated it to the point to where she said she didn't want to be here anymore. And then the news came out that she was officially gone. So in a week where we've already had the death of the former Crime Time member, Shag Gaspard, from drowning while on vacation with his son, and putting his own son's life first and going on in such a heroic way, it just feels like it's the two opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, one death you can kind of look at and kind of be sad, but also kind of rejoice because he was so selfless and so giving in the end. But then you have this death where she had her whole career ahead of her despite unofficially starting at 12 years old in her mother's promotion and officially starting at 17. So she'd already been wrestling for a number of years, but 22 years old, she had her whole life and her whole career ahead of her. And for her, she felt like she needed to not be here anymore. So it's, it's so hard to even fathom. Like we talked about as we were prepping, about how for both of us, Jamie, we can't fathom ever being in that mindset because thankfully we've never had to be. And I just, it just makes me so sad when someone gets to that point and, and feels that way. So again, that's why I reiterate, be careful what you say and realize that words do matter because you might think that you're just poking fun at someone but in the process, you might be deeply hurting someone to the point to where they have no repairing from it. You know something, too? If you see something, say something. So if somebody is threatening, not I want to say threatening, but if someone, you notice signs of suicide, please try to get them help. Reach out to them. Talk to them. There is training on how to prevent suicide. So, so do something. If you see something, say something. Do anything. Talk to that person. Reach out to that person. If you know her personally, say something. 
you know, there are, like I'm saying, I got trained for suicide. So, I mean, I could, if I see something like that, I could go and talk to the, to talk to people who are feeling like that. Please, if you're feeling like that, reach out, go seek professional help because suicide is never the answer. And this poor girl was feeling so alone that she felt like her only answer was to take her own life. And I don't think it was, I know what you meant, but I don't think it was two opposite ends of the spectrum. I think you meant in a way like one was just, one was heroic and one was just tragic. But I think that they were both equally tragic. And I just feel bad because she's so young and she had her whole life ahead of her. Not that Shad was extremely old because he wasn't old either. He was only 39. He's still, he and he has a kid. I know. Um, but anyways, if you see something, say something. If someone's threatening someone, if someone is saying something violent, posting violent stuff, please report them. Like not, not Twitter report them or the little icons on Instagram. I mean like actually report them to police, report just do something i mean it's not it's not her fault that she took her, her own life she her brain was in such a state of mind that her she had to end her life and that's unfortunately not the answer so please see if you see something say something and i know not everybody who's a bully you know has some tragic life some people are just horrible and mean but it is still them and they're just miserable horrible people so block them and report them but yeah that's what i want to say it's just so sad i'm so sad that all these deaths are happening and the wrestling community has lost so many people and it's like one tragic death one after the other and then we have all this covid stuff and with shad it's just so tragic to me because i mean it was very heroic the last thing he said was save my son I mean, that made me ball my eyes out. That made me ball hearing the news. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, I'm sad when anybody dies. Any, especially just talking about wrestling. I'm sad when any wrestler dies. And some celebrity deaths and wrestlers affect me and hit me more than others. I would have to say, Shad's hit me really hard. Not that others didn't really hit me hard. Natty's father's death hit me really hard. Eddie's death. You know, all the legends that recently that died, you know, like, well, Macho Man Randy Savage die, like Ultimate Warrior, all these people die. That made me really sad, even though it, those wrestlers weren't for my generation. Well, I mean, Eddie was, but anyways. And then I think what affected me with the suicide so much is Chester killed himself as well. And back in uh, 2017 in the summer, and it's like, I think that's why her death affected me so much, because that's the way Chester died as well. And then Shad, I keep thinking about over and over and over again in my head how he died. He, it's not like, which would have been sad either way. It's not like he died of old age or he died in his sleep or he's been sick for a while and he passed away. Like, he drowned and that's just the awful way to die. And uh, it's just incredibly sad, this whole situation. Like, another thing is before we knew that he had officially passed, Somebody missing has to be the worst imaginable feeling in the world because you don't know what has happened here. You don't know if they're alive. You don't know if they're dead. If they are dead, you, do, you just don't know. 
you don't have a proper burial and then, you know, you need time to breathe. But if they are alive, you know, they could be out there suffering somewhere. They could be held captive somewhere. For all we know, he could have been floating out in the ocean for days before we figured out that he had, in fact, probably died the day that he went missing. But, you know, the, there are families out there that their loved ones have been missing for decades and they have had zero answers. There are people who, you know, loved ones that are lost, lost at sea and they don't know what has happened. So there's no closure for them. They can't even give them a barrel, proper barrel. So at least with Shad, there is closure. The family had, can now give him a proper burial and they know what has happened. Because I would imagine those three days how horrible it must feel to not know because they're not dead or alive. So can you imagine, Raz, the not knowing? That must be worse than actually losing somebody. That must be oh. such a horrible feeling not knowing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the horror, the literal horror of not knowing what happened and, and could they be or could he be in this case, you know, out somewhere at sea, floating out there, helpless. Or in the case of other tragedies in the past, you know, just never being able to find the body. Like, I think not knowing is almost worse than knowing. Like, I would rather know immediately if something happened to my loved one rather than have to be because sitting there wondering... Them. Yes, yes, exactly. You can grieve right away. And every, everything you said is is just like so on point. And we had just talked about, I believe, I could be wrong because you and I have so many conversations, but I believe, hadn't we just talked about a few weeks back, like, I wonder what crime time is up to before all this went down? Yep. And now to have this come out, the way that it has, like you can say what you want to say, and those opinions are very valid. By the way, if you have opinions about the gimmick was bad, it shouldn't have happened. It's very stereotypical, but for their time period, Crime Time was extremely entertaining, and they were very much over. And when they yeah, were on. Funny with DX, Vince, that stuff with John Cena, weren't they crime time C Nation at one point? Yes, they were. They were. John Cena got hurt, I think. Yeah, they were the chain gang with John Cena. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I also just want to say, like, a lot of us looking back on crime time, I'm not saying anybody watching or listening now is extremely old, but a lot of us with crime time were a lot younger. Like I was in middle school during crime time. So my middle school self thought it was so funny. And not to say that I don't want to jump on his on his bandwagon. And not saying that Shadow was my favorite wrestler of all time or my favorite tag team of all time. But I liked their stuff. They were funny. They were a funny tag team. It was a joy to have them come out. I mean if you didn't like them, that is totally fair. But Shad and JTG were probably the nicest guys. I've never really heard anybody say anything bad about the two of them. You know how there's always drama. There's like a few select people that don't have drama. And I mean, most of the most of the wrestlers are very kind people. But 
to, I've never heard anything bad about Chad and the stuff was funny and stuff with DX and they could have done so much more with uh, the with John Cena but I think he got hurt and also yeah we Raz you are right I'm not quite sure when that conversation happened but we did have a conversation about oh what happened to this wrestler we were like oh what has Evan Bourne been up to way before John Morrison came out? We're like, oh, what is John Morrison up to these days? What is this person up to? Oh, remember this wrestler? Remember this, you know, referee? We're just having conversations. And then COVID happened. And then uh, we were going to ask again. We were like, oh, let's check up on JT, uh, not JT, Shad and everybody. And just when I kind of like wasn't, up to date totally on what Shad was doing. I got, I logged on to Twitter and saw the news about how he was missing. And I was like, oh my gosh, please tell me this is not real. Please tell me it's not real. And unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And no, I was just, I was just agreeing with you. I mean, and it's just the way that he went. Drowning is such a horrible, horrible, painful way to die. I mean, we always say, and that was your first reaction to me over our messages, like, I hope he didn't suffer. And that's your first reaction to any death is you hope they didn't suffer. But when it comes to drowning, it's impossible not to suffer. But the fact that he knew that ending was going to come, like, that's what I can't stop thinking about. And that's what I'm so proud of. And that's why I classify it as a heroic death as well as a tragic one because I can't get past the fact that he had to know that he was going to drown but his only concern was his son. His final words as we mentioned earlier were save my son and that Oh Raz and guess what? Sorry to keep interrupting you but Shad just to see the type of person he was I mean, that alone with saving his son, I think, really sums up what kind of person he is or was. But Shad stopped an armed robbery. There's a there's a clip of him body slamming a robber. And people reading Shad's story about saving his son, people think it's fake because it literally does sound like stuff out of a movie. So does him body slamming a a uh, robber. Like, that is literally stuff that you see out of a movie. And, like, people are like, well, yeah, he's a wrestler. Of course he would do, of course he would body slam. And I'm just like, he really did body slam people, or at least the robber. And I just was, like, mind blown. This is the type of guy, and these are these type of people that are in wrestling. I mean, and it's such a shame, such a shame there are good people dying. I'm just so sad for for everyone shad literally just died and now with with her and she took her own life it's just not a good year not a good year not a good year at all but i was gonna bring up the the armed robbery thing as i was continuing my thoughts so we were on the same wavelength there like that story every time i see that clip Uh, You put it perfectly. This feels like something that somebody was like, oh, let's just go get a former wrestler and write like a crazy, funny scene for a TV show or a movie because it doesn't feel real. It, You know what it feels like? It feels like somebody said, okay, 
we we cast a former wrestler here. What can we do to showcase their talents and make people laugh? Oh, I know. Let's have somebody pretend to rob a store and let's have the wrestler choke the guy out. That's what it feels like every time I see that clip. But no, it's it's actually something that happened. He body slammed an armed robber with a gun to the point where he out wrestled a gun, literally. <laughs> and it's just, I don't mean to laugh at it, but I think it's okay to be, you know, have happy memories as well. It's just one of those things that I just, I look back on it and I'm like, of course he did that. Because I think you brought it up earlier. No, you did bring it up earlier. I'm sorry. You did bring it up earlier where you mentioned Chad's one of those people, like every once in a while you hear stories about a wrestler not getting along with people all the time or a wrestler being grumpy backstage or grumpy toward the fans. And even though those stories are very few and far between, they do exist. But Chad was one of those people that you never heard a bad story about. He always had such a light to him and, and everybody that ever everybody interacted with him. him said he was like the best guy in the world. Yeah, everyone knew him and loved him. The Rocks tweeted about him. John Cena posted something about him on uh, Instagram, I think it was. Just a picture of him. And everybody knew him. AJ talked about him on his stream. He didn't know him as well. He met him once. But I just talked about he was just a nice guy and how every one of us was holding out hope. Even even if there was like really not a chance that he was alive, all of us was holding out hope like that he was just floating on a branch somewhere. Or you know how, you know, around beaches there's sometimes like just other beaches around where you are. We're hoping maybe he floated to another beach or he got washed up on another beach. Because there are people who go under the water and then wash up on shore alive. And there's actually many stories where people get lost in force on mountains, out in the middle of ocean. They survive for months out, out there. So I we were hoping Shad would have a story like that, that he would be floating out in the middle of somewhere. Or we were hoping up some fishermen picked him up because that's how a lot of these people are found. Like they're accidentally picked up by you know, someone out fishing or, you know, carrying cargo or something. So I'm hoping, oh, maybe someone who doesn't really, maybe he floated really far out and it's somebody that might not speak English and might not know who he is. And, and maybe it found him and didn't, and, you know, didn't call 911 yet, or I don't know, someone found him and, and he's safe. But unfortunately that wasn't the case. And I wish, I wish it was. I actually, I wish that rip currents didn't exist, period. And that, the, that you know, something like this could never happen. 100% agree. And I am looking at the clock and realizing that if we're going to get any, anything else, that I kind of got to get the conversation moving here. But before we get off, Chad, I do have to ask you, do you have a favorite crime time memory? Because I just thought of my favorite crime time promo as we're, we're talking, so I can get into mine, but I want to offer it to you first, if you can think of one. Yes, can I just say, what is the other female wrestler we were just talking about? I don't know her as well. 
I haven't seen her stuff, but from seeing her pictures, she seems like a very kind, was a kind person. And I just feel feel bad, you know, just speaking about wrestling. She's a part of the wrestling family, so I feel really bad. I don't feel any bad for anyone taking their own life or, or passing away. But anyways, getting back to Shad, which his, oh my gosh, his death hit me really hard. Even, um, But I would have to say one of my favorite memories with Shad, do you remember the segment with DX? Which one? Because there was a few. The one where they're um, outside, like dealing, like they're trying to, I think it was one of the where DX was trying to get back into the arena. but they. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That one. Yes. That, that, that's they're a great selling, one. Selling the tickets. And there was another one where he was dancing around JTG and then was dancing around Vince and going, money, money. Yeah, yeah. That's, money, that was money. Yeah, yeah. That was that was my favorite one that I was about to bring up. That that's the one that I remember the most was like them putting like a sideways hat on Vince and and getting everybody but Vince to do the money, money, yeah, yeah. Like Coach was there and and Teddy Long was there and they were all going around in a circle around Vince and Vince just had this look on his face like what the hell is going on I know the money money yeah yeah it was really funny though yeah it was was great it was that that's great and I just and I, I love their music too like the way their music started again you know it might be stereotypical or whatever, but it worked. Like yo 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 yo, like that. That was that, that was like when you heard that. That was well, you know that's crime time because who else would it be? It just. I worked. know. Also, I just want to say I feel really bad for his ten-year-old kid and his friends and family, especially the little kid. And I feel bad for JTG. Like they were very close, but oh, JTG has been sharing a lot of funny stuff with Chad and that's what I think we should be doing you know not necessarily harping on how they died which I mean it's hard not to but sharing memories like that because they are so funny they even, are even the rest even what's the female wrestler again Hannah Hannah yeah okay that's what I thought I just didn't want to botch her name or anything I'm yeah. just not so familiar with her but yeah share good memories with her too and and funny memories of Chad and just the money, money, yeah, yeah thing is now stuck in my head. The yeah. Money, money, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess we could watch yeah. clips of them forever, which is which is what we want to do. But, yes, if you are familiar with Hannah's work, you know, share that around as well. I, unfortunately, ever only ever saw one match of hers. But I feel lucky now to have seen that one match because there's a lot of people like you who didn't even get to see her work. And now she's gone. So it's just such a sad, tragic thing. But I do, you were not here for any of our shows last week, whether that was the normal show or the Becky Lynch special that I had the day after the normal show. So, of course, me being me, and of course the show logo being what it is, I have to get your thoughts on the incredible news that Becky and Seth are expecting their first shout. What was, what was your reaction to that, and how does that make you feel? I was actually pretty surprised. I'm not saying that she 
wasn't going to get pregnant because I'm sure there are a lot of females out there that want to have a family and have kids. But I wasn't expecting it maybe so soon. But I mean, it doesn't really matter what I think because it's her choice and her body. So if that's what she wants. And it might have been unexpected. And But either way, that's just that's just a blessing. And I'm happy for her. You know, I personally don't want kids. But I'm very happy for Becky that she is having a child and happy to Seth too. Absolutely. It's, it's a wonderful thing. And as I said on past programs, if there was ever a reason to step away from something that you love, that is the best possible reason to be having a family. So I'm, I'm thrilled for her. And I'm going to be a little sad because she's not around on my screen. But I'm going to be focused on the happy because it's, it's just very, very happy news. So... What was and you could follow her on social media and stuff anyway, so it's not like you'll totally not be up to date on what she's doing. Yes, and because she's no longer worried about maintaining the man character, she's a lot more active on social media. Yours truly got another like from her right after the news happened, after I posted my thank you video to them on Instagram, and she just wished another fellow deadly happy birthday on Twitter about three hours ago or something like that. So I think she's going to be around as much as she can be because she's going to mess us as much as we mess her. I, I fully believe that as well. So what was your big takeaway from Raw this week? I think I think you have to talk about Austin Theory leaving Selena Vega and joining the Money Night Messiah and becoming the newest disciple. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I definitely paid more attention on Raw and on SmackDown this week uh, with certain storylines and things. No, that that was that was different, and I don't think really saw it coming. You know, it was different. Yeah, I, I, it's great, and and I think I think the sky's the limit for Austin. And then SmackDown, like, oh my gosh, AJ Styles is back yeah. on SmackDown full time, and he had, you know, it wasn't the Wrestle Kingdom ten match. Don't get me wrong, but it was the best match that AJ and Jinsuke Nakamura have had since the two have been in WWE together. I mean, it was, was amazing match last match. night. Oh, sorry. I wasn't expecting it to be on at 8.30. I thought it was going to be the last match, but Shinsuke's great. AJ's great. And I really was looking forward to SmackDown. And honestly, I've always looked forward more to SmackDown than Raw. I've always liked SmackDown. I mean, of course, when they move back to being live again. But sometimes I lose more interest in Raw than I do SmackDown, even though I watch them every week and I want to see certain guys and girls on there. But also about AJ, I love AJ on SmackDown. I love, love, love AJ on there. And I really love the atmosphere that SmackDown has. And I love AJ on that atmosphere or in that atmosphere. I, I'm so happy that he's back on SmackDown. I, Raj, you can 
you can tell them how I wanted him back on SmackDown since he went to, first went to Raw. Yeah, so wait, yeah, yeah. You were you were you were not a fan of that move, and honestly, neither was I. But at the time, it was like he's done everything he can do on SmackDown. But now, look at SmackDown. Daniel Bryan's active again. Which, by the way, if things keep going the way they're going, it looks like the finals of the Intercontinental Title Tournament is going to be Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Like, just wrap your head around that for a second. Just wrap your head around that for a second. So Actually, you've got... We've got some, like, dream matches on here. Shinsuke and AJ in, in WWE again. Daniel and AJ. Oh, brilliant. I'm just really happy AJ's back on SmackDown. I mean, now he can, he can start saying, this is the house that AJ Styles built again. Yeah, which he already did in WWE.com exclusive. Yes. Yes, you can say. Might be, oh, sorry. It might be leading to, what, AJ versus Taker again because he keeps mentioning him. And the two of them on SmackDown together. Oh, my God. Because SmackDown is both of their lanes. So Taker, Taker going to SmackDown. I mean, Fox must be like, this is what we bought WWE for. If, because if yeah. they get Taker on SmackDown, man, talk about moving the needle. All right, oh. sorry, and continue what you were saying before I accidentally interrupted you. No, no, I was. That's what I was saying was that the plate is continuing to spin between AJ and Taker, which is great. And just the fact that you look at the SmackDown roster now, you've got the new SmackDown six basically. You've got AJ, you've got Daniel Bryan, you've got Shinsuke Nakamura, you've got Sami Zayn when he comes back, and now you've got. Did I say? I I lost track of what I all all my numbers were, but what I was saying was you look at this talent, and there's so many much over there for AJ to really sink his teeth into and have great matches with. And the other thing I think that gets lost, I want, I want AJ to win the IC title, but I, there's I, a couple other people on there that I would love for them to also win it. But AJ's never won it, so I want him to win it. And then. I, and then feud with Taker, and then face each other in a match when there's a crowd. But go ahead. I, uh, I, I also I, eat dinner, so can you continue the the rest? Yes. Um. Well, we'll let you go. I just that was basically um what I wanted to to cover on today's show was just the the big takeaways and just to tell everybody that this is the way the weekend shows are going to be because we are going to start doing. Reviews after every show. At first, I didn't want to do that, but you all have asked for it as the show has grown. So I'm happy to bring it to you because more content is never a bad thing. So, Jamie, remind everybody where they can find you online in case they like to hear it and not read the description. Okay. Sorry if I interrupt you. I just wanted to say things before I left. And also, I just don't want to leave you hanging. Also, my fan page on Instagram for AJ and Taker is Phenomenal Phenom. My main Instagram is Jamie Loves Undertaker. My Twitter and Snapchat is Jamie Loves Taker. And I am going to eat dinner. So see ya. Bye. And yeah, for me, everybody, I just want to quickly mention NXT because I didn't mention NXT yet. The big takeaway from NXT this week was that Champa and Cross, as well as Gargano versus Lee, are official for NXT TakeOver in your house. So I'm so excited and 
so thrilled about that. I can't even tell you how forward I am looking to how much I am looking forward to, sorry, got a little tongue-tied there, to both of those matches. It's just going to be unreal. And I do have to point out that during the AW Double or Nothing predictions that I had yesterday, I accidentally forgot to give you guys a winner. I gave predictions as to who I thought the mystery man might be, but I didn't give you guys and girls a winner. So my winner for that match, based on who I think is in it and who I don't know the mystery man will for sure be, is Darby Allen. And then two of the matches have changed. I talked about it during the predictions. It looked like two of the matches were in doubt because of injuries on Dynamite. Well, both of those participants being Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Ray Phoenix are both out of their respective matches. So in the now match that is Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford, I'm now going with Chris Statlander. And in the match that is now featuring Joey Janela in the Casino Battle Royal buy-in ladder match. So that is what's happening there. Joey Janela has taken Ray Phoenix's spot. So that is going to do it for today's show. Thank you, as always, for supporting us on YouTube and Facebook, whether you watch live or after the fact. Thank you, as always, for checking this podcast out through our podcast host, Anchor, or on your preferred podcast listening app of choice. Be sure to be in touch with the show. It's at In Ring Reality everywhere, including Instagram. I mentioned it on the last episode that I would have Instagram ready probably by the next show. So it is ready to go. So just find us at In Ring Reality everywhere. And then all of our personal information for myself and everybody that is on the show, of course, will be down below in the description. It's just at Josh Rosowskis or at Deadly Becky Lynch is the goat for me. So as I always like to say, life. Oh, one other thing before I sign out. Sorry, almost forgot. Tomorrow, of course, will be the AEW Double or Nothing 2 or AW Double or Nothing 2020, the one-year anniversary show of the official All Elite Wrestling Company. That's happening tonight, so the review for that will be tomorrow. And David Rivera, Fort Minor Project, the host of In the Hot Seat Podcast, will be back here with me doing that show in a crossover event. So look forward to that. And now... As I always like to say, life is only as good as what you choose to make it to be. So make the choice to go out and do something great today.